Hi everyone, welcome back to the MetBullet Step 1 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of Bacteroides fragilis found under the microbiology section at MetBullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 25-year-old man presents to the emergency room for pain in his right lower quadrant. He was found to have perforated appendicitis and was immediately taken to the operating room for emergent laparoscopic appendectomy. Due to the complexity of the case, the operation was converted to an open appendectomy. Postoperatively, he was put on a seven-day course of clindamycin and returned home. Two days later, he returned to the emergency room for diffuse abdominal pain. A computed tomography of his abdomen demonstrated a fluid collection at the site of the appendix. Let's continue with an introduction to Bacteroides fragilis. As a reminder, Bacteroides fragilis is classified as an anaerobic gram-negative bacillus. It is part of the bacterial flora of the mucosa membranes including the gastrointestinal tract, the mouth, and the genitals. It can cause abscesses at any endogenous site, including the central nervous system, head and neck, abdomen, and pelvis. In terms of the epidemiology, this is more common in chronic infections. Risk factors include immunocompromised state, bad dental hygiene, an animal bite, trauma, and surgery. In terms of the pathogenesis, this is susceptible to oxidative damage, the capsule is antiphagocytic, and penicillin resistance is due to beta-lactamase production. Moving on to the presentation, central nervous system infections may include a brain abscess. Head and neck infections may present with dental infection, retropharyngeal abscess, or peritonsillar abscess. Patients may also present with aspiration pneumonia and pyema, intra-abdominal infections such as peritonitis or abscess, and wound infections. In terms of further imaging, computed tomography may be performed of the involved areas such as the abdomen, and it is indicated to evaluate for abscesses. In terms of further studies, labs should include an anaerobic culture, and when making the diagnosis, remember that most cases are diagnosed based on clinical findings imaging, and laboratory studies. With regards to the differential, make sure to think about necrotizing fasciitis, with distinguishing factors being that this often is also caused by anaerobic bacteria producing gas, but there is an infection of the fascia and presents with pain out of proportion to exam. With regards to treatment, remember that the ultimate choice of antibiotic therapy depends on the cultured bacteria and its sensitivity profile. Specific medical options include metronidazole, which is indicated as it has good activity against anaerobes, but it has limited activity against aerobic bacteria. Another option is clindamycin. However, remember that B. fragilis is becoming increasingly resistant, but clindamycin has activity against aerobic gram-positive cocci as well. Operative options include surgical incision and drainage of an abscess. This is indicated if an abscess is noted. And finally, Complications related to B. fragilis include death and contiguous spread of infection. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to Bacteroides fragilis, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 36-year-old male suffered a gunshot wound to the abdomen that required an emergent exploratory laparotomy to repair and resect damaged portions of the bowel. Four days later, the patient reports increased generalized abdominal pain. His vital signs are as follows. 
temperature of 38.5 degrees Celsius, heart rate of 110, blood pressure of 110 over 60, respiratory rate of 18, oxygen saturation of 96%. Physical exam reveals extreme tenderness to palpation of the abdomen as well as rebound tenderness, worse in the bilateral lower quadrants. The abdomen is mildly distended with guarding and decreased bowel sounds. The surgical and bullet entrance wounds appear intact without any evidence of leakage or drainage, erythema, or warmth. Initial lab workup demonstrates elevated white blood cell count of 17.1. A CT scan of the abdomen demonstrates a 4-centimeter abscess in the left lower quadrant. Which of the following organisms is the most likely cause of this patient's current presentation? And the answer choices are... Choice 1. Pseudomonas aeruginosa. Choice 2. Salmonella enteritidis. Choice 3. Bacteroides fragilis. Choice 4. Enterococcus species. Or choice 5. Streptococcus bovis. The best answer to this question is choice 3. Bacteroides fragilis. This patient is suffering from an intra-abdominal infection. Bacterial infections in the abdomen are typically polymicrobial, with Bacteroides fragilis and Escherichia coli as the two most common organisms. Bacteroides fragilis is an anaerobic gram-negative rod that is found as part of the normal gastrointestinal tract flora. An abdominal infection with this organism often results from endogenous transmission from the gut due to either abdominal trauma or emergency abdominal surgery. It may be treated with metronidazole, clindamycin, or cefoxetin. However, abscesses should be surgically drained when possible. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choices 1, 2, 4, and 5. Bacteroides fragilis and E. coli are the two most common organisms found in abdominal infections, particularly after preceding abdominal surgery or trauma. That's all for this review about Bacteroides fragilis. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 1 podcast a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 1 podcast.